are looking at one aspect of leadership that is very important, and that's why I titled this Eagle Leadership. Lessons to learn, eagle, leadership lessons to learn from the eagle. I'm sure many of us can recognize that this is a picture of an eagle, right? And this will let you know something that we were discussing some days ago, that some of us grew up believing that we have eagles in Nigeria. There is no eagle in Nigeria. When we were much young, we used to do our hand like this. And we timed one bed in the sky. So I want to fall the eagle down. And um, we, would, we would bend our hand tire. Nothing happens. Alright, so it's this, the picture of the eagle is actually a symbol for many countries. Um, in Nigeria, we also have a picture of an eagle on our coat of arms. In America also have a picture of an eagle. It's one of the most used um, animals to describe a lot. It means a lot to strength, courage, vision. Okay? And so it's something that people can easily identify with. And today we'll be looking at leadership lessons from the eagle. So the first thing to know is that eagles have vision, extraordinary vision. That an eagle, as we were taught by scientists, can spot a rabbit that is over three miles away and see the rabbit. They have extremely powerful vision. It's not just one that can only see far, but one that actually adjusts as it's getting closer to the, to the object inside. You know, it's one thing to see something from a distance. You know, some, some of us, when we draw it closer, it becomes blurry. You just know what I mean? Some of us, when it goes further, it becomes blurry. But their vision is such that it is accommodative. As they are drawing closer to the thing, it still maintains the same focus and intensity. So, um, another thing I've also noticed about eagles is that the eyes of an eagle is, um, is designed for long-distance focus with clarity. And so, a lot of times, before they, pray, they catch their prey, they pray with realize when they are close. They have already seen it pray long time ago. The eagle's eye is one of the strongest in the entire animal kingdom. Four to eight times stronger than the eye of an average human being. Five more stronger than the, the eyes of an, a, a, a human being. An eagle is able to spot a rabbit 3.2 kilometers far away. And an eagle's eyes are roughly the same size as that of a human being. In fact, the eagle's, eye, eagle's eyes descends to, at, to attack its prey. The muscles in the eye, like I said before, adjust. So, one of the most important aspects of um, leadership is vision. You must have a vision that guides and leads your team towards the organizations or societal goals. And some of us have taken up roles here, you know, things to do. Vision has to be the first thing that has to be in place. Vision. Alright? And um, it lets you know that you are seeing beyond where you are right now. And you see what the department can be in 12 months' time, in two years' time. And because of the vision, you begin to design your activities that you're going to um, um, build towards where you are going to. Vision must be big and focused. A, a big and focused vision will produce big results. Small vision, small results. Big vision, big results. Like, for example, the outreach departments, um, they can be looking at filling up this place. It's a big vision. But if they don't have that vision in place, there will be no activity in place 
that will move in that direction. So there must be something you are seeing that's a picture of a preferable place than where you are right now. So there's no problem with where you are right now. The question is, do you have a vision that would transla- transmit you from where you are to where you're supposed to be? Number two, egos are fearless. Egos fly into the face of storms. The storm is coming. The, the ego is the only bird that r- flies into it. And when the, the ego runs into the storm, the wind that blows against it, the ego now use the wind to soar and go higher. Successful leaders are fearless. They face problems head on. They're not, they don't cow under challenges. They face it. In fact, just like David, when there was Goliath, the whole camp of Israel for more than 20 days were busy drinking tea. You know? Drinking tea and drinking mineral. We were going to fight uh, Goliath. Meanwhile, Goliath was waiting. Every day he come out and said, is there no fighter? Is there no warrior that come and challenge me? After you, you make noise, you go back and sit down and say, no, nobody today. The next day you come outside. And all the army of Israel could do is just sit down and be watching and drinking tea. Today is not the day to die. <laughs> but when David got there and heard the boast of Goliath, David thought in his mind. He was not intimidated by his size. He said, this guy is too big. I can't miss him. You know? But those who are not courageous, you see his size and strength. Say, ah, he's too big. You will get me. But David's uncle, uncle was this. He's too big. I can't miss him. And all he took was just only one, one shot from his thing. And Goliath was down. Courage. Eagles are tenacious. Challenges in the life of a leader are many. In fact, a true leader is so surrounded with challenges. If you send a leader like this, doing well, if you should open his cloth, you will see the things that he's covering. <laughs> things that he's covering that will not allow to affect his vision. Things that he's covering that will not allow him to press on for the things he wants to achieve. Meanwhile, ordinary people let their challenges determine their steps. Ordinary people let their challenges give them or take away their initiative. Bible says, the lazy man says, there's a lion in the streets. And say, we stay at home. But those who are tenacious understand that challenges is part of the game. And so they are prepared to fail, to succeed. In other words, they go head on. I mean, if you have watched some of these movies where the actor then beat him, then beat him, but he stand up again. You know, some movies like if if you're as old as me, not in the generation, with no retreat, no surrender, Karate Kid. Back then, not the original, not the remix one. You will see they will beat the person. The person will come out again, ah, because you know, what they are trying to teach in, the, in those movies is, is not just. Being skillful is not enough. Being good is not enough. But you must also understand the call called tenacity. Standing up whenever you are you are beaten down. You will rise up after each challenge. And the Bible tells us that a righteous man rises and falls down seven times. And so you can be beat and knocked down by some challenges in life. You can. But it takes the leaders to rise up from being knocked down and go back again and face that same challenge and knock it down eventually. 
So the storms that there are, there are, these are the storms that we must face as leaders to rise to greater heights. Like an eagle, a leader can only rise to a greater height if he takes up the challenges head on without running away from it. So because he knows that the storm is coming towards him, he will ride on the wings of adversity to become the wings of his advantage. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. There's a language of leaders. If you listen to leaders, I mean when I say leader, I mean people who you can draw inspiration from. You begin to realize that they always speak victory from their challenges. Ordinary people speak challenges from their expectations. But leaders speak victory from their challenges. Two different sets of people. So the will enter into a garden and see among the thorns he will see the roses. But ordinary people will enter the garden and see the thorns in the roses. And your perspective is different. Just, just like what we want to say in, in business, is a glass half full or glass half empty. And both answers are correct. But both answers or each answer gives you a different reality. As some will say, it says if you believe you can or you believe you can't, you are both correct. You know? Four, eagles are high, high flyers. Pigeons scavenge on the ground and grumble. Have you ever seen pigeons grumble before? They grumble. They feed on the ground. But eagles don't. They fly high and make less noise, waiting for opportunities to strike as they are there. So they take the advantage of long, long range vision and plan and take, make a strike. That's eagles. And we need to function like that as leaders. Have long-range view. And it's all about always trying to do something. But make sure you, whatever you do, you strike at the right time. You strike at the right moment. Alright? And you, you don't, you're not busy complaining. In fact, when you see something is not right, instead of complaining, find out what you can do to correct the issue on ground. Perhaps, people may have an oversight in some one or two things, which is very possible. And you may have been the person blessed enough to have noticed that there was a mistake somewhere, an omission or commission, whatever it is. You can act and take the initiative. Hallelujah. Great leaders are problem solvers. They are problem solvers. And you see, when you see things like this, um, I, I, I watched a documentary about, about eagles and, and I found out that the eagle is the only bird that can fly up to 10,000 feet in the air. And do you know that there are some, there are some particular um, um, planes that cannot go 10,000 feet in the air? They can't. But an eagle can do that. Fly to the realm of clouds. And at that realm there of 10,000 feet, what you realize is that you don't move by strength. You move by the direction of the wind. And at that level, you don't need to struggle to move. You cannot glide. They call it glide. You glide with the wind. And based on how you spread your hand, you can move in any direction that you want. So, in life, we need to learn how to take advantage of our situations to push us in the direction of our dreams. So, we can see those things as, our, as learning points, or we can see those things that actually drive us. For example, if somebody goes through a, a very difficult situation in his life that has brought him down financially, that thing can fuel in that person the desire to become successful in whatever he wants to, to become. So instead of becoming discouraged that in this life, this life, no matter what you do, things are difficult. Hey, you can decide that I'm going to conquer this. 
and, the, the, and this is the whole point. When you conquer those challenges, you now become the kind of leader that people want to listen to. Um, some years ago, when I started doing public speaking and uh, consulting, I had some friends of mine, you know how it looks like now. You want to brand yourself. And so you have to go and take a picture in the studio, wear a suit. You don't look like, look at the speaker. You have to look at the, look at the thing. And do your programs as a speaker. I started realizing that the likes of John Maxwell, Brian Tracy, um, you know those names that we, we know in, in that industry. I sat down and I began to study them. I began to realize that they were not popular because they were public speakers. They were popular because of their story. People like MTM were inviting John Maxwell and paying him $10 million for one hour speech. I've never seen 10 million, it could be more than that. And you think it's, ah, it's because he can speak very well. It's not because he can speak very well. No. They believe that what he will say comes from the fact that he has results from what he will say. So, a leader is well respected not because he can speak, teach, or preach. But his life mirrors success, mirrors results, mirrors things that people desire. Then they will now want to listen to what you want to say. So as good as um, it is to study the Bible, know things, do research, they are very good. But the true impact is the one that you have from within you. That your life becomes an inspiration. A classical example is Jesus. If you listen to all Jesus mentioned in Matthew, Mark, Luke and John, you will never hear Jesus mention grace. But Jesus' life is the epitome of grace. He never mentioned grace, but he lived grace. Hello? Hallelujah. I'm saying this because it's important that leadership is not title. Leadership is not the work you are doing. It is the influence you are giving out to people. And that's why you observe one about me. I'm very slow to give in title. Not because I believe people, not because I think people will abuse it. No, because I believe true leadership is not in title. But even in the life that they live, people are watching you. People are seeing you. And they are already saying within themselves, I can see this person as a leader. How do they say that? By giving themselves the audience to listen to you. To glean from you. Take advice from you. Because they believe that something is working right in your life. And there's something you have to offer. Next point. Next point. Eagles never eat dead meat. You know vultures? Vultures will be very far away watching as the lion is preying on the, on the animal and they're waiting for the lion to finish their own parts. Then they come and scavenge of the remaining meat that's, that's left over. Eagles don't do that. They don't eat dead meat. They eat their prey fresh. As leaders, we should not be feeding on our yesterday's success, yesterday's victory. We should feed on what we are doing now, where we are going to now. Hallelujah. The truly that spends his time with people who are, who are vibrant and liberal in thinking. People are around you, they give you life and you also impact life to them. You have to be with people who can think, make informed decisions and take actions. These are the people who bring changes to society. They are lively and active people 
That's key thing there. They are lively and active people. They don't feel on debt or anything like still. They keep evolving. They keep looking for ways to become better and better. Next point. Eagles possess vitality. The long and short of this is that they are full of life. They may not be playful and very social, but they are full of life. They are full of hopes. They are full of um, dreams. It seems like you can, you can hardly discourage them. Because it seems they always have a solution for every challenge that they come around with. So the good and the bad experiences you have been through, uh, sorry, there are times in your life as a leader that you must look back and take stock of your life. The good and the bad experiences you have been through as a, as a leader, are you keeping in trend with the current knowledge or, um, or things or do you need to improve your, in certain areas of your life? So you look at where you are, I begin to look for things that can add life to where you are. So it's important that you, we understand that um, this is important. Now, a, a, an eagle, when it, once an eagle gets to 30 years, the eagle starts losing strength, starts looking ugly. He knows that if he wants to live in that state, he will die. So this is what the eagle will do. He begins to use his beak and hit the ground. He will destroy the beak, pluck off all his feathers. Then new ones will come out. When those new ones come out, the eagle becomes refreshed. That's why the Bible says something. Those that renew their strength as the eagles, they shall run and not grow weary. That's what the eagle does. He goes one corner, stay away from everything and begin to develop fresh strength by taking away whatever looks old on them. Then they grow new feathers, new talons, new beak, and they come out again and live another 40 years again. So you must constantly reinvent yourself over time. And the last one, eagles nurture their younger ones. Eagles are, are very aggressive. Oh. They know that ah, eagles are a good example of courage, action. But when it comes to nurturing their younger ones, they're, they're one of the best. Ravens don't even feed their younger ones. True leaders are not bosses. They grow with their people. They strive to make the individuals in the, in the organization or society grow to their full capacity. They teach and guide just like the mother eagle does. So what the mother eagle will do is that he will check the, take the, the young eaglet in the air and leave it so that the eagle will not learn to fly. And we will be watching. As in, when I say in the air, very far very far, not very quick, very far. So that let that eagle learn to spread his wings. When it, once you begin to find out that the child, the eagle cannot spread, after some time, he will now dive down and land, and let the child land on him, and take him up, back up again, until the eagle can learn to spread his wing and fly. That's one very important aspect of, of leadership. If you observe, Every struggling country in the world, including Nigeria, pays no attention to the development of youth. That's why we are always where we are. That's our situation. And so when you have old minds ruling and in power for more than 40 years, you know, 40 years represent one generation. If you have one set of people ruling for 40 years, that nation will remain in the past. You need new set of people to come after every 20 to 30 years to inject new ideas. But you cannot have that happen if, they, if you don't have leaders that are spending time to develop 
the youth and prepare them for tomorrow. That's what nations are successful today do. They spend time on research. They build places where young minds can go and think and become think tank so that they are investing tomorrow by investing in youth. And so the same thing we must do. As a leader here, you are a leader of a, of a department or unit. It doesn't end there. You must train people who can stand in your absence. As a leader, you are not given to raise leaders. Sorry, followers, you are given to raise leaders. I am not so satisfied to raise members in this ministry. I'm, I'll be satisfied to raise ministers here. People who will go out and teach and speak and tell people about this is who God is and they can show them from scriptures and this is, this is it. And communicate the concept of grace. That's what I, that's what I'll be happy. I'm, I'm not happy when ah, people are here, ah, you have plenty of members, you have plenty of members. As in like, what would that do to me? Hello? What would that do to me? It's not, I, 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 some people see that as a thing of pride. I, I don't think it's a thing of pride. I, I, I think what should be a thing of pride is when you are raising the next generation. You are raising hands that can stand strong. Hallelujah. Amen. So I want you guys to have this mind. Seven lessons from the ego as a leader. And go back to your, your drawing board. Look at what you are planning and doing. And begin to see how you can cascade these ideas into, into your own reality. Hallelujah. For one thing for sure, of one of, one of the most important qualities of the, of the ego that the world needs out there, the world needs leaders that are visionary in nature. People who will not accept the status quo. People who will not accept things the way they are. They, I remember the first I entered this star, the new, new, the new hall. I was so impressed. As in, I was so impressed. I wonder, I heard him speak. I said, no wonder. He said, the first they traveled to, to America, attended a church service somewhere. He said, he was so shocked with the level of comfort that was available for people there. He said when he came back, he decided to reproduce that thing where wherever he functions. And so he made the church in such a way that if you enter the church, there's this feeling of man, this place is different. This place is not like the average Nigerian thing. So everything around him says speaking excellence because he had an experience of excellence so he wanted to reproduce it wherever he went and that's one thing you find out that our politicians don't do they will travel abroad and go and spend vacation they get to the airport they will queue nobody will be doing uh okamaka your back or portmanteau you will queue nobody right you can't you can't trust anybody because i'm the governor of uh, even the president of america if he goes to wants to board flight he will queue they follow law and order there they will go there and see how things, is done, things are done properly from government sector to public sector to social sector and see how the system is working and they come back here and not do the same thing. That already lets you know something that they lack vision. Lack, seriously, it's last, it's lack of vitamin A. <laughs> hey, hello. So for us to make an impact, we need to do what they are not doing. And then the people will now know who are the true leaders. Whether it's those in elected offices or those who are touching their lives. And so we are raising people here that will touch the lives of people around. Hallelujah. That's our time for today. Any question before we go? Any question?